episode 553 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, especially if you are ready to plunge into the wilds of Eldraine. I am so ready. Me too. This set looks sweet. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are in fact plunging into a forest. Is that something you can do? Forest plunging? <laughs> I think so. Well, then you- It's not a downward. It's like an <laughs> inward. And you can- you can plunge in any direction. Well, you know, you can also do forest bathing. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. So if you can Wait, bathe, you can plunge. What? That's what I say. What You said, yeah, like you knew what I was talking about. I was just, I, you know, I'm so primed to agree. <laughs> but you've never but heard now of now I have to stop for a second and be like, bathing? what? Yeah. yeah, it's where you go into the forest and then you just let yourself be bathed in the the in the forest surroundings. So, so you, in the same, this is a bath in the same way that a sound bath is Correct, a bath. correct. You're okay. going into the forest. You're yeah. letting yourself get forested. You're hearing the birds. You're smelling the trees. You're yeah. feeling the wind and you're having a forest bath. All right. So you can. We're going to have plunge. a forest bath in Wilds of Eldraine today. That's right. We what absolutely nice are. Fairies, don't look. <laughs> well, you don't have to forest bathe naked, but I do. Wow. <laughs> Just for fun. But not on today's episode, question No, mark? not on today's episode. Okay. Uh, we're going to have Judge Rob here to get you ready for your Wilds of Eldraine pre-release coming up this weekend. Yes. So excited. Very exciting. It's been a hot minute since Judge Rob has been here, which is yeah. weird because we had a train where Judge yes, Rob was here. Were, like, Judge, <laughs> Judge Rob was here like a lot. Every episode. <laughs> but now uh, Judge Rob has been toned down. <laughs> <laughs> and we're we're welcoming him back to help us out with this pre-release because there's a lot of really cool and kind of yes. weird stuff that's going on in this Absolutely. set. Absolutely. And we want you to be ready when you head to your store to play in this pre-release this weekend. Know what's To up. go in with the knowledge because guess what? You've got to have it in your brain and it's not yeah. going to be there on Arena First for you. No. You've got to have it in your brain matter. The gray stuff. The but gray don't cells. worry. You will be a step ahead a tier above a forest bathed. You will be forest bathed. By listening to this episode. This episode counts as a forest bath. I just want to put, th- put that out there. If you need to get your weekly forest bath in, this will, that's this is good for it. It will mark you on your Apple Watch. You forest bath once watch. a week? <laughs> you wash your hair when you do that? <laughs> Anyways, before we get started, though, we have some people to thank. First and foremost amongst them are you, the listeners, and especially the patrons of yes. this show. Thank you so much, especially to Marco. Marco. Marco, this one's for you. Marco, it's a walk in the park oh, when Absolutely. With you on our side. Can you park bathe? <laughs> it's a little different. Well, do you know what? I think yes. I think. I yeah, think why not? Yes. Why not? Thank you so much, Marco. This episode is sponsored by Marco, and if you want to shout out and an episode dedicated to you you can yes. do it by going to patreon.com slash magic. wow marco you're really getting a lot of bang for your buck with this seriously one. like a judge rob that's app, like a that's big just deal yours it's a big deal that's a lot of episodes yeah and if you want the next episode which is gonna be all about our pre-release experience well then you better get in there everybody yeah before next episode because we want to say thank you and make some uh, some puns on your names yeah for the show will they be good under no, no circumstances. I mean, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely but you get not. access to our awesome Discord, which you can yeah. share your pools and everything with with all of our great community and a lot of other awesome perks. Check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom. CardKingdom.com slash GLHF. Love that riff. That's their jingle. Real nice. <laughs> um, the place to go to pre-order Wilds of Eldraine. Pre-order it. Yes. Get yourself a, a, a Wilds of Eldraine before anybody else. Before anyone else. Be the cool kids on the block. Ahead, ahead of the curve. Uh, yeah. You know, the S... 
DST ending uh-huh. used to be so much more, or ST just used to be yeah. so much more popular. And now it's not we, anymore. We're going to bring it back for you. And I miss it. Yeah. To, quite frankly, to be franks with you. <laughs> <laughs> we miss it. We miss it. It is missed. <laughs> it. <laughs> like we have slept. That's one. Yeah. But we don't have walked. <laughs> We don't Travelist to cardkingdom.com <laughs> slash GLHF <laughs> to purchase uh, this. Purchase. We're bringing it back. Bringing it back. This excellent set. <laughs> uh, we, we love them. Card Kingdom is yes. a fantastic company. Um, put your money where your mouth is when you want to support great businesses. Card Kingdom is the number one A plus tip top Michelin star rated. I guess it is a restaurant, a so that's you. not true. But okay, <laughs> you, okay. You know how there's a lot of comedy, especially from like the 90s, that I feel like is centered around what was originally done by Amelia Bedelia herself, <laughs> which is misunderstand, like someone from outside misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> a phrase. Oh, a phrase specifically. Yes. Okay, so give me a an phrase. example. But here. I'm just saying, okay, if an alien arrived and someone was like, think about it every put, day, put your money where your mouth is, <laughs> they would think that they would you eat meant it. To, to eat it. Yes, Amelia Bedelia would absolutely eat, eat dollars, the money um, yeah. when she was told, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, aliens Anyways. constantly confused by us. Our and language is saying, obscure exactly. and ridiculous. If this was a 90s comedy for kids. <laughs> I mean, our show is as close to a 90s comedy for kids that you can get in a podcast. Yeah, that is currently being made today. <laughs> yes. It would absolutely have like someone arriving and misunderstanding and eating money. Anyways. I mean, the kids are really turned off by how much we discuss David Duchovny's face. But other than that, the content, they love it. <laughs> Our friend Anna just yesterday was like, what is something that you and Maria have different opinions on? And like, I was like, let me tell you, Anna, it's not appropriate for the kids podcast that Anna does in oh, fact produce. Yeah, that's true. But I was like, we can go on and argue that. Argue about David Duchovny's face. And she's like, yeah, oh. no, that is too weird for kids. And I was like, <laughs> that's several levels ahead of them, unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> But someday, <laughs> the people need someday, to hear it. They too will grow up and watch a '90s television show <laughs> called The X Files, and then they're going to have opinions. They will. They truly will. You, you can could, get them ready for those opinions with our show right now. You could raise your kids on Good Luck High Five to become really weird adults. <laughs> we and guarantee that's it. Our promise to you. <laughs> wow! Wow! That was the guitar riff. Hey everybody, it's time to welcome Judge Rob into the program. Hi Judge Rob, how Hello. you doing? Doing very well. It's a great summer. I finally have air conditioning back in my car after getting it fixed this last week. I'm sorry you had to wait through the heat of yeah. the Minnesotan summer for that. Uh, of the worst Minnesotan summer in living memory. Yes, yeah. and the worst summer, uh, the worst July in Earth's memory. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, <laughs> in our memory of Earth's memory. Yeah, in human history uh, of Earth's yeah, it's, memory. It's true, there were probably hotter ones in like the Cretaceous period or something. <laughs> Good point. Creta- I love eating Cretaceous. <laughs> oh. Keep moving. Please ignore me. Like, moving on. Moving on. This one. Rob is here, as he always is, at the start of a new set to get us ready for the Wilds of Eldrain pre-release coming up this weekend. Uh, this yes. set is very cool and has some really weird and neat stuff going on it in it. And Rob's going to let you in on all the secrets on how to be ready for the pre-release this weekend. But before we dive into the new and returning mechanics and the individual cards themselves, you like to kick it off 
with a PSA. Yeah. My PSA for this week is try things. Oh, like uh, crustaceans? Like, yes. Like like you you might find out. Uh, so when I was a kid, I hated Swiss cheese. Uh, turns out Swiss cheese is like in the top five cheeses. <laughs> and so uh, for is, me right now. That is a wow. hot take. Hot take. Hot take. All right. It goes on Rubens. How could it not be? But uh, what I'm saying though is like foods, magic formats, anything interesting, anime that you used to hate, try things. Try things mm. that you used to hate. Try things that you think you might hate. Uh, Think what's the best that could happen uh, when you're trying something out. And your tastes do change over time. The People grow up, people change, people have hormonal changes in their body, people, you know, have random head trauma, and now everything <laughs> tastes different. Uh, like, <laughs> you curious for new <laughs> foods, consider random head trauma. Yeah, but uh, point being is that you are a different person than the you of a year or 10 years ago. Uh, try stuff out. Literally, I, because yeah. your cells are right. changed yeah. out. Well, that, that's kind of semi, like you have tattoos, right? Like this is a, fu this is a funny bit. Like uh, did all the cells change out in your tattoos in the last seven years? Oh, uh, no, no, they, they didn't. They couldn't have. Yeah, they, they couldn't, couldn't have. have. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing, Rob, literally a few days ago, I tried a crab cake and now I hate crab and I refer to them as sea bugs, just like, um, prawns are sea bugs yeah, to me or shrimp. shrimps yep. um and i tried it but i didn't hate it for the first time in my life yep oh. i was shocked everybody shocked yeah well i also think that cake is one of the top ways to eat crap yeah <laughs> just Not put just it in a cake crack it and eat it it's <laughs> no, or think... get it on some like in a sushi roll okay that's a pretty top way <laughs> Ooh, to eat crap. <laughs> all right well i'm just saying you could have your crab out there and if you've right. never drafted or built a control deck maybe that's your crab yeah. you know and and you you might try it and it'll go badly and you'll hate it again and that's fine like you're gonna live to be some number of years old and the I, I don't know you heard it what do I pick like eighty <laughs> some number some yeah. number you'll yeah. you'll you'll live to be some amount of years old and if you don't retry things then you'll never realize the stuff that you're missing you could and this isn't to say that you know if you you're one of those people that like mayonnaise makes you physically gag just looking at it. You don't need to. You don't need to try mayonnaise, but you, if you have the chance to try something that's reasonably low risk, do it. I think that you should keep getting that mayonnaise closer to your face until you barf. <laughs> oh, are, are, are we on what is it? Avoidance therapy? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, <laughs> a little right? bit of mayonnaise experience. Experience. Or like, yeah. Well, yeah, whatever it is <laughs> they call it. Like a peanut allergy. Every day you just try and get it closer to your face. <laughs> Don't come to me for advice. We're not a medical podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just saying the like, like try it random stuff and fail. Good. My advice was quite bad. Get so. closer and closer to that mayonnaise every day. Every day. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Great PSA. Great advice. Try something new this pre-release. You might surprise yeah. yourself, um, or you might barf. One of the two. Yep. Uh, but you can't get any worse than that, probably. <laughs> so that's the upside. All right, that's your PSA. Now yep. on to. Uh, returning mechanics yeah returning set. mechanics there's two big ones one is very recently returning as in if as in it was just in lord of the rings pretty heavily food yeah food Food's back uh anything that makes a food it makes an artifact token that is uh two tap sacrifice gain three life and there's a bunch of things so like sweet tooth witch makes a food it's black and two for a three two creature human warlock when Sweet Tooth Witch enters the battlefield, create a food token. It's an artifact with two taps, sacrifice this artifact, you gain three life. And it has two mana, sacrifice a food, target player loses two life. 
Food's also a subtype. All these food artifacts get created with the food subtype. And there's also a bunch of food cards, like Sir Ginger the Meal Ender is a food just straight up card. Uh, and so these can sacrifice any foods and, or Sweet Tooth Witch can sacrifice any food. You don't get the life. You pick which one thing you're sacrificing it to, either the Sweet Tooth Witch baking it into an evil pie or eating it yourself. So you get one or the other out of food. I just want to point out that this Sweet Tooth Witch has literally baked somebody's heart into a pie. Yep. That's canon. That's in the flavor text. Yeah. yeah. What do you think happened in Hansel and Gretel? Did they really get baked into pie? Well, that's the, that's her plan. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't <laughs> happen. But Like, it's implied that she has in the past been successful. Yeah. Wow. If, if, I mean, you were just in Wales. Did you have steak and kidney pie? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so the other returning mechanic is adventuring. Yay! Oh, adventuring is so fun. So um, we'll look at Aquatic Alchemist here. It's blue and one. It is, on it the is, normal part of the card. It is very cute It is very well. cute. Very cute. Uh, it's a creature elemental. It's one three, and it says, when you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn, Aquatic Alchemist gets plus two, plus zero until end of turn. And it has this other second text box on its left side, Bubble Up, which is blue and two for a sorcery adventure. Put target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard on top of your library. Then exile this card. You may cast this the creature later from exile. So when you adventure a creature, you pay the adventure half, which is always an instant or sorcery. You send it off to the adventure zone, and then later you can cast the creature. Um, stuff to note. The adventure is an instant sorcery. It exiles on the resolution of that instant or sorcery. If they spell stutter your spell and you don't pay for it and it's countered, it doesn't go on an adventure. It goes to your graveyard instead. That's a different kind of adventure. Yeah, it's a different kind of adventure. Uh, death would be a great adventure, as they say. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. And so, if also, if it has a target. So, in this case, this targets an instant or sorcery card in your graveyard. If that gets exiled in response, the target's illegal. It fails to resolve. It doesn't go to the adventure zone. It doesn't go to exile. Um, adventure spells are only their base type when they're not on the stack. So there's creatures and there's a cycle of enchantments. In the library, they are the creatures or the enchantments. They're never an instant sorcery. And that means bubble up can't target an adventure in your graveyard. In your graveyard, it's also just the base type of the card. So you can't bubble up another bubble up from your graveyard in order to <laughs> in order to keep going forever. No bubble baths. Yeah, in no this set. no repeated bubble baths. You can bubble bath once. Okay. <laughs> uh, and however, there are some things. I'm gonna call out like Johan Apprentice Sorcerer. That lets you cast instant or sorcery spells, like it just as instant or sorcery spells. Um, so, like Johan Apprentice Sorcerer is red blue two for a two five. He's a legendary creature, human wizard. He says you may look at the top card of your library at any time, and once each turn you may cast an instant or sorcery spell from the top of your library. And so Johan lets you cast adventures off the top of your library. They're instant and sorcery spells. You cast them; they came from that place. Johan lets you cast them. It, it doesn't matter what they were on in the library because Johan cares what they are on the stack as an instant or sorcery is the spell. Oh, that's so weird. It's weird and it's cool. Uh, so he's, uh, Johan's uh, better than you might initially think because yes. there's a lot of instants and sorceries in the set due to adventure. I Johan wouldn't. has also created a Fantasia situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. This is um, what we call a classic Fantasia. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think he taught his elementals how to how to read, and uh, literacy is the gateway to Marxist revolution. Oh, yeah. 
And so they Honestly, good for those elements. Yeah. Good for Johan. Yeah. They, they formed a commune and, you know, oh, beautiful. more power to them. Truly beautiful. Uh, the other thing with adventures, there's a bunch of cross color adventures now. There's like otters with green adventures. Yes. And like foxes with white adventures and stuff. It's cute. It's very cute. Uh, the, the cross color adventures, if you're playing commander or Oathbreaker or anything else that cares about color identity, have the color identity of both sides. So they count the adventure component for their Great. color identity. Great. So you can't play if you have a if you have a blue otter with a green adventure on it, you can't play it in a mono blue commander deck. That makes sense. Yep. Um, as much as color identity is just kind of a weird thing. That's just the way that it is. So those are all the returning mechanics yeah. in this set. And now we are on to new mechanics. New stuff. Um, which I am a big fan of yes. this next one. The, uh, rolls. Rolls are a new thing. They're a special or their special enchantment tokens. So Splashy Spellcaster is an elemental, blue and three creature elemental wizard. It's a two, four. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, create a sorcerer roll token attached to up to one other target creature you control. And it, the reminder text says, if you control another roll on it, put that one into the graveyard. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and has whenever this creature attacks, scry one. Well, it makes sense because you can't you, you yeah. can't play two roles in the in the play. You know, you, yeah. You're well, just I mean, you can. Well, if you're playing tiny roles, you can play a lot of them. But <laughs> yeah, we'll say these, are all, these are all main roles. These are all yeah, leads. Yeah, yeah. These are these are all these are all the leads, and they're they're the roles in the story. Roles are pretty close to being plus one plus one counters, except for cursed roll. And so, mostly they're plus one plus one, and then do a little bonus thing. And what's cool is you have tokens with these rolls on them, yes. everybody. And there's one on each uh, yeah, they, top they're, and bottom. Yeah, there's a top and then there's upside down. There's another roll. Yeah. And so you you will turn the thing over. You'll tuck it underneath to show which one is the one that's that's available to them. Yeah, really neat. And so there's six of them. I have them all here as images. I don't really want to go through all of them because no, it's a lot. that's fine. But uh, Cursed Roll is, like I said, the one really weird one, which is Enchant Creature. Enchanted Creature has base power and toughness 1-1. One, one. Seems good. Seems it's, like one see, of the better rolls. Well, it's a, it's a good roll, but there's cards that put it on your own stuff. Ooh, so most spooky. of the time you put rolls on your own things and you can only have one roll. But it's one roll per player is actually the rule. So if my opponent has, say, a wicked roll on their creature, and I play, cast something that lets me put a cursed roll on their creature as well, uh, it'll have a wicked roll from me or from them and a cursed roll from me. Oh, interesting. And so it, the the one roll per player is sure. the line. So you have to track which roll that came from. The other thing is because cursed roll goes in your opponent's creatures, you still control it if you created it. So if you if you play a card that creates a cursed roll on an opponent's creatures, you still control that cursed roll. And there's a lot of things, which we'll get to in a second, that let you sacrifice enchantments or tokens. And cursed roll will apply for both. You can sacrifice the thing on your opponents. Okay. On your opponent's creature. Okay. Um, there are two there are two cards that put cursed rolls in your own that I can remember offhand, and they're it like it's kind of a free enchantment that lets you upgrade later by sacrificing the roll, which is pretty neat. So there's Wicked, Cursed, Monster, Sorcerer, Royal, and Young, young Hero. hero. Those yes. are the six. And which one do you think is your role personally? <laughs> For each of you. Ooh, good question. I don't uh, know which one I am. <laughs> which one are you? I'm Monster. Monster? You want Monster roll? You I'm get plus one, role. plus one, and trample? Yeah. Rob, which uh, one do you want? I I mean, want? I mean, I'm uh, saying which one are, are you? you? Okay. I, I'm probably What's sorcerer. Your truth? Yeah. Like sorcerer isn't. Rob is sorcerer <laughs> yeah. for sure. So you get a plus one, plus one whenever you attack. Scry one. Oh, that's yep. pretty good. Yep. 
Um, God, which one am I? <laughs> Spooky. Um, I want to be. I want to be the royal role, but I don't know if I. Am I think the that royal you are. That's <laughs> my pick for you. Yeah, I, think that's I agree. Royal. Yep. I have Ward One. That just makes sense because of all of the hexproof decks I play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great roles, everybody. We're going to do one <laughs> heck of a show in the barn. <laughs> so the next thing that I want to talk about is Bargain. Uh, bargain is a new additional cost that go on spells. So like Troublemaker Oof here is green and one for a 2-2 creature oof. It has Bargain. You may sacrifice an artifact, enchantment, or token as you cast this spell. When Troublemaker Oof enters the battlefield, if it was bargained, exile target artifact or enchantment at opponent controls. So if you remember Casualty from um, Streets of New Capenna, yeah. this is really similar. It's as an additional cost, you can do this thing. It's totally optional. You can just play the oof as a 2-2 two, two for two. Uh, and then Bargain lets you sack something and then does something extra or changes the cost. So there's like a five, there's like a 6-6 six, six giant for seven that you can bargain to get two mana off of it. Um, the It can change other costs on the spell. So it can be, if you bargain this down costed, it can add targets to the spell. It can do other random things. Uh, but you have to look for if this was bargained to do this thing. And it only applies if you're casting the spell. So Troublemaker Oof here, if you flicker it, which there's a bunch of ways to do in this set, you can't bargain it. You can only bargain when you cast it. Okay. And uh, as this is where I mentioned, if you created a cursed roll attached to your opponent's creatures, you can bargain with the Oof in, by shipping your own cursed roll in order to get the value from it, from it uh, which is interesting. It came up a bunch of the PPR. Yeah. Very nice. Also, great flavor text here. Oh, yeah. The heavy is the head that wears the vase. Yeah. Ooh, very yep. fancy way of saying vase, yeah. Rob. Is that not <laughs> how it's pronounced? Do you not say vase? Do you Have you never said put those flowers in a vase? Put the flowers in the vase? You've never said vase? I don't. <laughs> I, 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 might, I might be wrong. I keep but, saying you've never said vase? Hold yeah, on. I, I, it, <laughs> I, mean, I think we have somebody else who's most, wearing the royal role. Yeah, this I get most of my vocabulary from reading, so it's very possible that I'm just wrong. <laughs> no, no, this is you a can very say legitimate either way. way to put yeah, it. Okay. You can say either yeah. way. You can say my way or you can say fancy way, which is your uh, way. Okay, that's fair. Then, then I'll be fancy. <laughs> okay, so that is bargain. Yeah, bargain. The next new thing is celebration. So let's look at armory mice here. Let's because they're so they're adorable. Cute. They have they have a job and they're working together as a team and it's they're team yes. Mice. It's and, really and I, it looks like they're quenching this, which is pretty weird. But you know, <laughs> I, I'm excited that they have the power to quench a you know a gauntlet. Uh, armory mice though, white and one for a three one creature mouse. They have celebration. Armory Mice gets plus zero, plus two, as long as two or more non-land permanents entered the battlefield under your control this turn. Mm -hmm. So Celebration is an ability word. It doesn't mean anything on its own. Every single card with Celebration spells out as long as two or more non-land permanents entered the battlefield under your control this turn as part of what they do. And some of them are like, are like the mice here where it's a static ability. Some are a triggered ability. A bunch are like at the beginning of combat on your turn. If, you know, you had two or more things entered, do a thing. And... The, the, they might have triggers or static abilities or some, they might be part of something resolving that it resolves better due to celebration. And the thing with celebration is it counts creating tokens. So any of these creatures that enter the battlefield and create a food, you get to celebrate for them. Great. Anytime that you make a permanent that gives something a role, you get to celebrate for it. Oh, I celebrate for food a lot. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes. Food Absolutely. causes me to celebrate all the time. 
so that's all of the old and returning mechanics. Yep. Excuse me, old the, and new mechanics, returning yeah. and new. Yep. Um, now we're going to move on to individual cards that you might find tricky. Yeah. And I like to start with common stuff. Brave the Wilds, I think, is going to come up a bunch. So it's a single green sorcery. It has bargain. So you can sacrifice an artifact, enchantment, or token as you cast this. If the spell was bargain, target land you control becomes a 3-3 elemental creature with haste that's soul land. This is one mana. Uh, that's that's one mana. And the thing is that it makes it, it what I want to call out. So the other part is search your library for a basic land, put it, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the land is a creature forever. This doesn't have a duration on it. So it just, oh, it just, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Cause normally it's like until end of turn, yes, it would say until end of turn. So be aware uh. that, that this is, <laughs> this is conceivably way better than you think. This it, is really yeah. good. Maybe yeah. Make well, three, three, yeah, make a three, three and, Get a it, land. And, and it gives you back the land that like you're trading away by making it to a three, three, right? Yeah. Uh, it still taps for mana, still does all the things that it does. It is haste. So no matter what order you click things or whether or not arena tracks, which land is, which it'll be able to attack that turn if you want to be able to attack with it. And I don't know, this is early, good early because it fixes your mana. Uh, don't feel bad about not making the 3-3, three, three, but then when yeah. you draw it late, it turns a land into a 3-3 three, three and gives you back a land. So, I mean... Oh, uh, this card seems great. <laughs> this is great. Okay. <laughs> We're going to play this in a lot of limited decks. Absolutely. Uh, Witch's Mark is the next one that I want to talk about. It's red and one for a sorcery. Oh, I it, love this art. Oh, this is so good. The, it, I, I just want to say the art in this set is some it's, of the best I've ever seen. It's out of this seen. world. It's it is, incredible. Like they they really spent a lot of time making sure this felt very storybook and has a lot of just cool things going on. I'm I'm super happy. With the Would art you wear was, this like, demon mask circle? Yes or no? <laughs> Absolutely yes. <laughs> it looks so good. All right, Rob. Well, you All don't know what's going to happen to you. You might start saying vase instead of Oz. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, what happened to Rob? <laughs> he says vase now. <laughs> well, so you see, Maria bullied him about it for fifteen minutes of the podcast. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. Look, I don't know. In the comments, let me know what you say because I, I just. They're just going to type the word vase. people typing, I say it base. Yeah. Yeah. This poll has gone wrong. So, which is Mark? Red and one for a sorcery. It's it, So, it has. This has what I consider to be text that's backwards. It says, you may discard a card if you do draw two cards. Then create a wicked roll token attached to up to one target creature you control. Targets are chosen as the spell goes in the stack. So the target's actually first. Uh, you pick the target. If you pick a target and they kill your creature in response, very possible, then you don't do the rest of it. Even though that wicked roll stuff, the target thing is underneath it. It's I, it's really backwards to me the way that they put this together because it doesn't really matter. How would you say it, Rob? I would have just reversed the two the two sections. Sure. Because then it's clear that the targeting's up front and the other part feels more dependent on it. Yeah. Um, and because you have to choose the wicked roll token up front or the wicked roll target up front anyways. So yeah. like you don't get anything from spelling it out the other order. So uh just remember uh, if all of the if all of the targets of a spell are illegal, then the whole spell doesn't resolve, even if there's other stuff as part of it. And I think this is really kind of a little strange for a common to, to be this backwards. They haven't done that in a while. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree with you, Rob. Uh, so Rowan's Grim Search is an instant for black and two. Uh, it's a bar- It has bargain, so you can sacrifice something. If the spell was bargained, look at the top four cards of your library, then put up to two of them back on top of your library in any order, and the rest into your graveyard. So look at four, two into the graveyard, two on top, 
and then you draw two cards and you lose two life. Uh, this is the order on this matters and it's very cool because you get to look at two decide or look at four, decide what to do with them. And then you get to draw the two that you like. Uh, it becomes a very different spell if you bargain it. Yeah, absolutely. And the best version of this spell we've ever seen, I think, if you bargain the, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty handily. Uh, it, it's very funny because normally it'd be like, oh, this is an instant speed divination. That's really cool. They put an instant speed divination in the set in blue. There's just straight up blue and two, draw two cards instant. Power creep. Right? What a Sometimes world. it's <laughs> great. <laughs> and so Rowan's Grim Search is a little less impressive when you know that there's an instant speed divination in the same set as this. But it's still really good. Wow, get wrecked, divination. Get out of D our yeah, core yeah, sets forever. Appar apparently divination is just outclassed now. Unreal. Uh, Frantic Firebolt is an instant for red and two. Frantic Firebolt deals X damage to target creature where X is two plus the number of cards in your graveyards that are instant cards, sorcery cards, and or have an adventure. Ah, you see, they had to say it that way because what you told us before, Rob. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it has to know that they're not instant sorcerers in the graveyard and count them as adventures. And so the thing with this is there's a couple of instant speed graveyard removal cards. They can change your number by eating your graveyard. Mm -hmm. uh, so be it, and the number doesn't get locked in until resolution. So you pick a target and then the number is determined when it resolves. So that number could go up or down before in the time between you cast it and when the spell resolves. I'm really sorry to make a digression very quickly, but <laughs> I just wanted to Are say, you? so Rowan's, <laughs> nope, I'm not, you're right. I'm like, not sorry because it's happening. And if I was really sorry, I wouldn't be doing it. Anyway, Rowan's group search. <laughs> this horse is great. This art is also great. This art is great. This horse is great. And it also reminded me, I saw this shirt, someone wearing this shirt today, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I, like, is it from something? Or is it just someone made this weird shirt? What shirt are you talking about? The front of the shirt says, I'm never going to buy another horse. Never. No way. Won't happen. And the back of the shirt says, well, maybe just one more. And it has like, a little picture. It's a really cute little drawing of a horse on it. Is this shirt from something? Or is this just a great shirt? I think this is clip art. Look at the front of this. I think they used clip art for this whole thing. I think that they did probably, right? Like this I'm looks like it was designed. To buy another horse. It does look like it was designed in PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you have enough money to buy multiple horses, certainly you can hire a better graphic designer than that shirt. No, they spent all their money on horses. <laughs> well, the, the, the very now the very poor. funny bit is that actually, like, this is very appealing because it looks amateurish, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. It's just that the back of the shirt is just, was what got me first, which, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was looking at the back and I was like looking at the back of the shirt and I was like, there's no way that this shirt is about buying horses. Why would it be? It, what it, a bizarre thing to put so on I a shirt. shirt. I like made my way around the front of this person surreptitiously so that I could read the front of their shirt and it turned out Oh, was. you have to ask them about it if I you see them again. Time. Because I will. I'm so curious. Well, is it just I'm, a joke I'm going to be their best friend because I'm going to also purchase this shirt and wear it. Well, yeah, this subverts expectations which other side you see first, right? Yeah. No matter what. Anyways, that's that was sorry about that digression. It happened to me today. That's a, uh, so isn't that a great shirt? That's that's a great shirt. If you know if it's from something, <laughs> listeners, like please tell me. Right. If you do know, write the word vase in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> is it just? Is this just? Maybe it's just one of those people who makes bad shirts. It could be just like an AI made that shirt. You know, like sometimes you'll see like. Yeah. 
I'm a veteran. I only eat cookies. And if you mess with my wife and or girlfriend, yes. you'll get these fists. Anyway, sorry. Thank you for the digression, yep. everyone. I'm not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going. Don't, don't be sorry. Uh, we're going to move on to Tough Cookie, uh, which is one of the apparently the the name is also a pun in spanish as well which is very oh, good oh is it yeah it's uh it means if you look in spanish it's the the name basically means one who delivers a punch or one who delivers a pastry oh that's great uh, from a from a spanish speaking friend uh so tough yes, cookies yes it is repartortas yes oh uh, that's lovely it's green in one for a 2-2 two, two. Artifact creature, food golem. So this is one of these foods that other things can sacrifice. Uh, when Tough Cookie enters the battlefield, create a food token. So Tough Cookie brings another food as well. And green and two, target non-creature artifact you control becomes a 4-4 artifact creature until end of turn. And it also has the food text, which isn't mandatory on food, but it happens to have it. Two tap and sacrifice Tough Cookie to gain three life. This is going to win best bear at the end of the year in the Crimbies. Yeah. I mean, Oh, without question. Bear. This, this is, is best bear I've ever seen. This is this might be the best bear. It makes two pieces of material, and one of them's a four four. Yeah, it's and really good. So, uh, talking about that four four, so you activate that ability, and if the food came out this turn, it won't be able to attack. Summoning sickness tracks if that object entered the battlefield since the beginning of your most recent turn. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it, if you have a previous food, you can target the previous food. But targeting the food that just came out. So, if you have five mana and you want to make tough cookie and attack with a four four, you can't that turn unless you have some other previous artifact on the battlefield. And th this is probably going to get people because I don't think arena animates summoning sickness for non-creatures. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it does. Yeah. Maybe and it so, will. May, maybe it will Otherwise, for this set. Be careful. Um, yeah. Be careful. Basically um, in paper, if you have two foods, like they'll be like, yeah, whatever you pick the one that, was yeah. was new in arena you have to carefully click on which one and then hope that it didn't just restack them randomly out of spite <laughs> same with magic online so taken by nightmares is my next one um, black black two for an instant it says exile target enchantment if you control oh, exile an target creature or, excuse me exile target creature if you control an enchantment scry two and so the this exiles a thing um, and then might give you the ability to scry two if that creature has a role that you control on it. So notably that cursed role that we we're talking about, you will still scry two because that doesn't fall off until after this is done resolving. Oh, okay. It doesn't well, die until great. afterwards. So if you are, if you either enchanted it with, um, there's like a, there's like a freeze effect that's in the set. And if you still need to kill it because it has text or you need to get rid of that crystal creature regardless. You'll still get to scry even if that's the only enchantment you controlled was the one attached to that creature. I also have to say this is going to win creepiest flavor text. Dying in your sleep is never peaceful when Ashiok is involved. Yeah. That's very creepy. Very creepy. That's, that's yeah. Somebody's like, no. this is how Ashiok should behave as the Lord of Nightmares. Oh, right? absolutely. So, Picnic Ruiner. <laughs> I want to talk about stolen goodies, but its name is Picnic Ruiner, and it's too good to, to not mention. And this, this again, this art is incredible. So Picnic Ruiner is a red and one for a goblin rogue. It's a 2-2. Two -two. Whenever Picnic Ruiner attacks, while you control a creature with power four or greater, Picnic Ruiner gains double strike until end of turn. And it has an adventure, Stolen Goodies. It's a sorcery. It says, distribute three plus one plus one counters among any number of target creatures you control. What a card. Flavor win. Yeah. He he gives away stolen goodies, and if somebody is fat enough, then he gets happier. <laughs> Story of my life. Yep. 
So this is any number on stolen good, uh, goodies. That's great. It means up to three. <laughs> uh, because you only have three counters to distribute. And they're distributed while you cast the spell. So you you pick if you have two creatures and you give two to one and one to the other, your opponent knows before the spell resolves what they'll be. Because they're distributed during casting, not on resolution. Yeah. So uh, it's just the way the rules work for distributing things. Discerning financier. White and two for a hum creature human noble. And the disturbing financier is a two, three. And at the beginning of your upkeep, if an opponent controls more lands than you, create a treasure token. <laughs> and you just tax them for their lands. It's great. And white and two, gain, choose another player. That player gains control of target treasure you control. You draw a card. Oh, yeah. I'll make that deal. Right. It's a great deal. So here, here is the deal on this deal. It's also backwards. You pick the target treasure first during the activation. Then, while this is resolving, you choose another player. The only target this has is the treasure. You can sacrifice that treasure in response to your activation. If you do that, you won't get to draw a card because the only target it has, the treasure, is illegal. Right. Gotcha. And so the the whole ability will fail to resolve. So you can't get real tricky with it. I mean, you can get real tricky with it, but you'll be punished for being too tricky. Yeah. <laughs> you can get real you tricky, can. but to what game? Yes, yeah. You indeed. can also technically sacrifice the treasure that you're targeting as part of the activation cost. Uh, I suggest <laughs> you do not do this. If you just want to do this, like, <laughs> mess around. Just because. <laughs> yeah, if you just need to eat treasure for whatever reason, and you, All right. you don't uh, think that you a mana burn look, exists again? I, I don't know. You can just eat treasures for any reason, right? On any time. It's true. <laughs> you don't need it's this true. card to help you. Out. I have a big bowl of gold coins at home, and every day I go home and I just eat a gold coin. <laughs> that's why Rob has no teeth. Well, that's how. <laughs> I think that there are several physical problems <laughs> going to big an experience. Man, I, you know people can eat shopping carts. It's true. A man wants it in an airplane. Yeah, but it took him some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because airplanes are big. Do you that know how big an airplane is? Situation. It's a, there are a lot of different sizes, Rob. It's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> like a Hot Wheels airplane, very small. Very yeah. small. Well, it, you just swallow them like a baby bird. <laughs> this is not right. a medical podcast. <laughs> Please do not Anyways, take medical advice yeah. from this podcast. Uh, so right. moving on to Yenna, Red Tooth Regent. Uh, Yenna is white green two. She's a legendary creature, elf noble. She's a four four. She has two tap. Choose target enchantment you control that doesn't have the same name as another permanent you control. Then you'll create a token that's a copy of it, except that copy isn't legendary. Okay. I don't know why. Uh, if the token is an aura, untap Yenna Red Tooth Regent, then scry two. Activate this only as a sorcery. Uh, so this is kind of a word base. Uh, Basically, you look for something you don't have a copy of, and then she'll let you make a copy of it. And then, inexplicably, she untaps herself if there are auras. She really, really wants to duplicate your rolls. The, the thing with the rolls, a wicked roll is by far her best thing to copy, because you put it on the same thing again, and then the, the old wicked roll goes away. You keep the new one, and then they take one. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's kind of so, cool. If you have one wicked roll, she can just make wicked rolls like as a machine gun. She's very good. Um, she also looks very melancholy, right? Yeah, she's very sad that she's evil. Yeah, right? <laughs> My people are both bloom and thorn. Yeah. I don't know. She just looks real sad. Yeah. Sad it's, elf. It's a cool voice text line. I mean, like magic. When are you going to start putting voice text lines on your creatures when they enter the battlefield in arena? You know what I mean? Aren't there voice text lines on some creatures? 
No. Really? No, I don't think so. I don't okay. think there's, oh, it's only Planeswalkers. Okay. Wow. And anyway, hmm. I've been thinking about it for a long time, basically because I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to hire you to do a bunch of voice lines? Oh, I've said it to them on a number of occasions. That's fair. <laughs> so, you know, the more we can get, the greater the chance. Well, and especially we considering they said they're going to one Planeswalker per set. Yeah, I know. Like it reduces the density <laughs> of voice text lines very, very much. But did you, did you hear my addition just said? It was pretty good. You know, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, you should you should clip it as a as a clean take, and you yeah. should just send it to every like, at Wizards email address you have. In your <laughs> I'm sure they will book. love that. Yes. And I mean, like, also Megan could voice the Iron Craig, which is a legendary artifact coming up here. Oh, I would I would give this thing the voice line of the century. Okay, well let's hear it. Here's your audition. You're it's coming into play. I cast the Iron Craig. <laughs> it doesn't have flavor text, so we're gonna have to yep, think, no, think I, this up here. Let's get Craig in here. <laughs> Hired. Hired. Thank you. I think that was perfect. Yeah, it was work. really good. Both in ideating the line <laughs> itself and in my performance. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agree. I was visioning it a little more, you know, a little more wrestling promo ish. Right. Let's get craggy in here. Real good. See, this, yeah. o- I mean, just think of how. I can give you as many takes as you want. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Crag. Sorry, Rob, go ahead. So, the Iron Crag. The Iron Crag is a two-mana legendary artifact. It taps four colorless, which is the first two-mana mana rock in Pioneer, as a a note. It Mm, it has no drawbacks except legendary. Nothing else going on. It's just a two-mana mana rock in Pioneer. It's great. I'm excited because I play Pioneer. So, whenever a legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may have the Iron Crag become a legendary equipment artifact named Everflame Hero's Legacy. If you do, it gains equip three, and equipped creature gets plus three, plus three, and loses all of their abilities. Weird. So, this is a strange card. It turns into a Volshock Morningstar. And if you don't remember what that card does, that's because all it does is equipped creature gets plus three, plus three, equip three. That's it. Yeah. So the, the thing that it does is it stops being able to tap from mana if you allow it to change. And it's optional. Uh, but the it also, so it stops having that ability to tap and it changes names, which means you could play another Iron Crag afterwards. Sure. Even though Iron Crag is legendary, which I think they're just trying to make you not be punished so much for having two legendary things. But the, the Everflame... Everflame's not very good. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Also, this place has like a real problem with sword and stone. Yeah, there's a lot of swords. I assume in this, this stone. is a giant magnet. They're waiting like, for no, I think in my mind, a lot of witches have been like, and no one shall rule until sword from stone, and then no one pulls it out, and another witch goes and is like, and also, and no one <laughs> shall be a ruler until this sword oh, from stone. I wanted, no put, one. I wanted to put yeah. my sword in the stone. <laughs> Do they I'm also put other criteria on? them this one has to be blonde to take oh, the absolutely. sword from the stone yeah. oh yeah every witch has their own rule about well, how you get this sword so the, the king stone. must put this one if the king has three fingers only only on the left hand though but they are right handed uh, another <laughs> arena <laughs> are you auditioning for when it changes into everflame yeah, precisely <laughs> so likeness looter likeness looter is a kind of functional reprint of a legendary creature. Uh, it's blue-black for a creature fairy shapeshifter. It's a 1-1. One, one. It has flying. It has tap, draw a card, then discard a card. And it has X mana. Likeness looter becomes a copy of target creature card in your graveyard with mana value X. Except it has flying and this ability. 
Activate only as a sorcery. Once you make it a likeness, it's no longer a looter. <laughs> it's very weird. A looter, it's like, I, I, I found, found my want to be. Yeah. yeah. It, it drew and discard, drew and discard, and then you like paid two mana and turned into a copy of, you know. Uh, Someone who likes mayonnaise. Somebody that likes mayonnaise, yes. And now it can't loot anymore because now it likes mayonnaise and you're not allowed to loot if you like mayonnaise. True, but, true story. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's either a likeness or a looter, but never both at the same time. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay, cool. Uh, Archon of the Wild Rose. This card's great. This card's incredible. It's blue, or it's blue. Yeah, it's no white, white, two. <laughs> it's white, white. You wish. Yeah, it's white, white, two for an Archon. It's a four, four. It is flying. And it says other creatures you control that are enchanted by auras you control have base power and toughness four, four and have flying. Soul clap for this yep. one. Any role that you are, you're probably a five, five. It's great. So the thing is though, that there is one role that has problems with this. You remember how we keep talking about cursed role? Yeah. yeah. So cursed role says, yeah, cursed role says enchanted creature is a one, one and it has base power and toughness one, one. And so, how do you think this interacts with the Archon here? Oh, I feel like... I can't answer. I this. already read your note. Oh. <laughs> okay, I didn't read it yet. Okay, I feel like this supersedes that and it becomes a 4-4 because it came in later. Even if I play a cursed role on a creature later? Oh, if you put it on later, oh, then it goes back to being a 1-1. One, one. Yep. Am I right? Yeah. Wow! It's, it's whichever is the latest stamp? one wins. It's okay. timestamp. Okay. Yep. And the other important thing is... Or as you control. If your opponent puts a cursed roll on your creature, um, they, and it's the only aura on that creature, Archon doesn't apply to it because it doesn't have an aura you control on it. Sure. Uh, however, if they put a cursed roll on a creature that has an aura that you control, then it's timestamp. It's whichever entered the battlefield later, the Archon or the aura. I can't wait to play my rolls deck in standard. They told me that now that they're making standard three years, there's going to be like more cool themed you weird decks. You get to play decks. like Bogles. There's the one that that gives hexproof in a royal role. I mean, look, they they said. <laughs> yeah. So somebody better make a sweet rolls deck in standard. Yeah. Maybe I have to be that somebody. I was say, Maria, be the somebody you need to yeah, be. Yeah, be the change. <laughs> As the iconic. Try thing. playing standard again. <laughs> be the likeness looter you wish to be in the world. Loot the likeness of whom you wish to be. Yeah. There we go. We're going to loot the likeness of Talion, the kindly lord, Absolutely. for our next one. Black, blue, two for a legendary creature, fairy, noble. Talion is a three, four and has flying. And as Talion, the kindly lord, enters the battlefield, choose a number between one and ten. This includes one and ten, by the way. So you can choose one or you can choose ten. Don't choose ten. Um, whenever an opponent casts a spell with mana value power, or toughness equal to the chosen number, that player loses two life and you draw a card. This is very good. I love this card. It's like the, it's going to check all of these things at the time that they cast their spell. And so if they're playing, so there's a handful of creatures, like there's uh, the the real Bonacorn in this set that have variable power and toughness based on a static ability. Uh, that power and toughness is determined all of the time in all zones for the regal Bonacorn. And for the the, the non-adventure half of Can't Wake Up, I don't remember the name offhand. Can't Wake uh, Up! Yeah. <laughs> so the, those have variable power toughness that's determined at the time they're cast, so this doesn't see them as zeros. Uh, the one thing that's really interesting is, let's pretend that you never had Talion enter the battlefield, but it's on the battlefield. Sure. This happens if you, like like we said, likeness looter it from the graveyard, which is a thing that you can do. You can just suit up to be Talion from your graveyard. If no choice was made, no number was chosen. That's not the same as zero. That's undefined. 
And so nothing can be equal to that. Okay. It's a little strange. It's also not in the release notes. I was kind of surprised. But this card's so interesting, and I just absolutely love the minigame that comes on oh, it. Oh, yes. But the thing is that, like, you just always pick one, two, or three. Yeah. I think those are almost always the best choices that you can make. I want someone, I mean, somebody's going to have done this math, right, on what is the correct quote-unquote number to choose at the pre-release? Uh, somebody probably has, but it's almost certainly color-dependent on your opponent. Because the frequency is going to be different in each color combination, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, there's got to be one overall that is yeah. most likely, yeah. mo right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, what's going to happen is... Let me text Frank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Frank is going to come back and be like, all right, I ran a Monte Carlo simulation yeah. of 100,000 pre-release matches. I'd be like, cool. I, I'm actually genuinely very happy you did this. And I'm glad that you, I didn't have to. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Rob. Uh, this yeah. stuff is super interesting, and a bunch of things came up that I'm sure that I did not know before you came here and told me, <laughs> yeah. which happens every single time. Uh, if there's anything that anybody has any questions about, Rob will stop by our YouTube channel, yep. youtube.com slash goodluckhigh5, under the comments of this video for about a week after it's posted yep. to answer stuff. Um, Rob is also in our Discord, by the way, I'm if pretty you're a patron. Discord, yeah. Yes, yeah. you are. So pay money to get access to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I won. That makes more sense than some of the benefits that we offer. <laughs> Do you want access to Rob? Consider either becoming a likeness looter or joining our Discord. Um, so thank you for that service, Rob, yeah. and for always helping us out every single pre-release. Uh, this is very, very cool. Uh, overall, are you excited for the set? How are I'm you feeling? I'm excited for the set. This set looks very pretty. It looks and really nice. I think that they're doing the thing that they said, all right, what is what do people remember Eldraine for? They're like, there's food and there's fairies and there's overpowered cards. There are so <laughs> many two ones That's for one. That's definitely what I wanted. Yeah. Another. <laughs> do you know what people remember from Eldraine? Some really busted stuff. <laughs> stuff we couldn't wait to see leave the format. Yeah, they said they said Bone Eldraine Crusher is the most time. powerful set of all time. Bone Crusher isn't in the top 10 most powerful cards in Eldraine. In Throne of Eldraine? Oh, do you mean like Oko? Were you putting Oko in here? Yeah. Of course you're putting Oko. <laughs> and I'm putting- Oh, are you putting Oko in I'm putting, here? I'm putting, I'm putting the, the fetchable blue regrowth, uh, Mystic Sanctuary. Oh, okay. Right? And, um, oh, the one mana green one, that had to be insta-banned. Uh, the, oh. it, uh, uh, once, once upon a time. Once upon a time, it was zero mana. Once upon a time was zero mana. Zero mana. Or green and one if you were a beggar later in the game. Yeah. And like, it's it's very possible Bone Crusher Giant slash Stomp is not in the top 10 most powerful cards in the set. <laughs> I want a statement. I mean, maybe you're right, but I, 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 you know, once I started to think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Those those cards There's exist. Yeah. Of, yeah. There's a lot. Like, like if you search. So which one of these cards is going to be banned first, Rob? That's my question to you. You're sitting here saying how powerful it is. Which one is it? Um, I'm just sitting here thinking, oh, I hope I can make a white green rolls deck with this four, four flyer. Yeah, it's going to be like you're, you're out there playing four, four flyers and everybody else is like tutoring their library and casting spells for free. That, that, that bargain spell, right? Yeah. And also that uh, single mana brave the wilds green uh, spell. Like, I yeah. mean, I don't know. That seems like it might be. That's going to be good, good and limited. Enough. I don't think it's actually super constructed, but okay. there's okay. Uh, what is it? Uh, Rankle's prank is pretty powerful. Rankle's I don't think Prankle? it's going to get banned. <laughs> it uh, needs to be called Rankle's Prankle. Yeah, it's, it's not, and I don't know why. Beseech the Mirror. Like, Beseech the Mirror is 
crazy powerful. Uh, black, 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 one sorcery, bargain. Oh, Search yeah. your library for a card, <laughs> exile it face down, then shuffle. If the spell was bargained, you may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost if that spell's mana value is four or less. Put the exiled card into your hand if it wasn't cast this way. Yucko. So it's always a demonic tutor, or if you bargain it, it's a it casts the spell for free. Uh, and hey, Oh, do you know what? I would like to just casually cast eight mana of spell on turn four. Well, so the first half, the front half of it isn't real. You're still paying for any four in your library. Yeah. Right? But that's paying for any four in your library. Yeah. And so there's, yeah, like I doubt if Ashiak's going to get banned, even though Ashiak's static ability kills the opponent on the spot for resolving it in Pioneer um, because of um, Aetherflux Reservoir. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you pay 50 cards to just kill them dead. Um, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a lot of cards that are just wild. All right, Eldraine, <laughs> living up to your living up to your legacy here in yeah, Wilds I, of Eldraine. I, that's that's what I think is happening. Okay. There's a lot of just powerful, aggressive cards, things that outclassed other things. There's an instant speed divination. Like there's d- two different two ones for single color, one in yes, red, one in white. One true. of them has an adventure attached for and some reason. And people are all mad because they're like, this mouse is now uh, better than a lion, a savannah yeah, lion. Yeah, exactly. In two different ways. Like, you know, uh, every every yeah. mouse is great, so. Have yeah. you heard the tale about the lion yeah. and the mouse? The mouse wins. Yeah, the mouse wins. Yeah. A regal bunicorn is no. the same size this as Tarmogoyf. The mouse helping the lion. No one wins. <laughs> oh, it's cooperation <laughs> wins. Oh, is this the removing the thorn from the paw? Then the lion like makes out with the mouse thing. I, <laughs> what? I, Rob, maybe I read a different story. Rob wrote the fanfic of the oh, lion. Oh crap! The <laughs> no, I was thinking the one. I hear the capitalist version because somebody has to win. Rob, yeah. Rob's here with the fanfic version. The fanfic version. The lion is like trapped in some, it's like trapped by vines or ropes or something. Yeah. And the mouse come and eat through them. Yeah, the oh. mouse And wins. it falls out. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I think everybody wins, Maria. I think everyone wins. <laughs> Let's talk about cutest and grossest guys, yeah. shall we? <clears throat> so I'm just going to go on record here and say that uh, I always say, oh, this set is so hard for cutest card or whatever. But this set is truly the hardest that has ever existed in the history of Magic <laughs> the Gathering. Sure. Um, almost every single card is a runner up. So I don't want to go through the list of runner ups because it's as long as my arm. It's basically every card in the set is a runner up because they're so incredibly cute. Now, that being said, I can't go here without mentioning at least three cards. One of them is Cheeky House Mouse which is a mouse that's stealing a ring. And I love when creatures steal stuff in magic. And you know. <laughs> yep. I think it's an extremely cute activity. Yeah. This mouse is making off of this ring. And even better, someone is mad about it. <laughs> and I can't also go without mentioning Lord Skitter's Butcher. <laughs> I know. He has a job. He's the size of a man. This is scarier than it is cute. <laughs> He's holding a cleaver with a tiny little chef's hat. This is a raccoon situation. Um, I And it's a rat peasant, which I think is a very yeah. cute creature type. Uh, so I've got to give those. I just can't be silent about those two shout outs. Yeah. Um, but rest assured, everybody, if you had a cutest card vote, it is on the list of runners up. But you can't not give the crown here in Wilds of Eldraine to any card other than Regal Bunnicorn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is cute. 
It's very cute. It's, it's eating dandelion cute. leaves. And His name is even cute, yep. which is incredible. It's rare, which is not often the case no. for a cutest yeah. card. I don't actually think there's ever been a cutest card rare. Now you can correct me on that, but I think that's the case. That might be true. Um, it's got a cute little unicorn horn coming over its cute little bunny head. Um, it's a rabbit unicorn creature type. Give me a break. Congratulations, yeah. Regal Bunker. You are cutest card. You know, a great, a, a great cutest card. Yeah, yeah, it just had to be. You know, I felt like this set was in because it is so, you know, it is so cute. Yeah. It was a little more challenging for grossest card. Yeah. Um, Rob feels like many of the candy monsters are gross, but they're just too funny to me. <laughs> they're so funny. Minstrosity. Like this card is hilarious. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But there is one of them. There is one of them that is quite gross. There's just something about it. Maybe it's how purple its guts are. Um, it is Scream Puff. Scream like, yeah. Puff. There's a like Scream Puff reminds, and I think it's because here's the story. Scream Puff, I think, reminds me of you. Remember in Nightmare Before Christmas? There's oh, how yeah. they send Santa Claus to be murdered by the nightmare, <laughs> which is not the actual story, like the Boogeyman or whatever. Yeah. The Boogeyman Oogie to Woogie? me, yeah. Yeah, Oogie Boogie to me, growing Oogie up Boogie, was like yeah. one of the most terrifying <laughs> things I had ever seen. Yeah, it, I suppose it, was, it would have been. Yeah, it was absolutely horrifying to me, and I think that this has Oogie Boogie like vibes. energy. Yeah, yeah for like sure. And so those the, also, if you look at his hand, yes, those exactly. are like tar- supposed to be tarts, but. They kind of look like eyeballs, so I can yeah. get why you would be very disgusted by that hand. You know, it's like eclairs, but and I love an eclair man, but also I wanted to talk about Tangled Colony because obviously, like Tangle of Rats, there are many. Cute yeah, it's rats a rat in this king. Set, yeah, but this rat is not one of them, and all of its tails tangled together is actually also pretty disgusting to me. Um, and oh wait, I did want to mention one more because it has the classic eyes where there should not be eyes, which is Wicked Visitor put those eyes away yeah sir. oh yeah chest eyes no yep not about it yeah chastise that guy <laughs> <laughs> rob you've regal bunicorn art over here yeah these are the sketches the, uh, and so the the artist had posted the sketches on reddit they're so good they're they're very good and i like you can see what wizards did which is they picked this sketch but they had they said this horn's the best horn so combine those yeah do you know they were oh, right that horn is the this best is a really horn. good yep, horn i agree well, congratulations, cutest so and grossest regal. cards. Your crowns this yeah. time around. I think this is an all-time set for yes. those crowns. Yeah. You already know. I think that the pet for this is the all-time pet. On oh, Arena. yeah, the goose. I cannot get enough of the goose. Megan loves that goose. Is it I the Hydra the goose? goose? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mother and it goose. makes a honk yeah. when the game starts. It honks it once honks. and it has the little like lines for honking. And then it honk. All his heads honk. <laughs> <laughs> So good. I just think about it sometimes during my day. <sighs> How can you not? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I've got my honorable mention cutest card, which isn't even in booster packs. It's in Jumpstart, which well, is food coma. Well, this doesn't coma. count, Rob. I'm just Yeah, it say. doesn't count, I but mean, they're, bu- they're, they're, so they're bumble sheep. You can, I know. It's the bumble sheep. Oh, yeah. And you know the what? bumble like, sheep are great. Bees always get, like, bees are cute. All right, everybody? Bees yeah. are cute. The they are. The fatter the bee, the better. That's what I say. Yeah. And these are fat little yeah. bumble sheep bees, and they're very cute. To shear a bumble sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and wear a bumble sheep sweater. Yeah. Wow. I absolutely okay. would. Yeah, same. <laughs> well, everybody, that's.
that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you once again to Judge Rob for coming and hanging yes. out with us. Um, being a great judge as always. As always. He's, we get top tier judge on this program. Yeah, we do. We serve great judge. <laughs> We're serving great. <laughs> that sounds like I'm offering him up for dinner. Yeah, it really does. It's not what I mean. It's a real silence of the lambs situation. But it's like top tier judge. We're not yeah. just bringing any judge in here. No. We're bringing Judge Rob. We're bringing Judge Rob. Uh, yeah. I hope you have a great pre-release, everybody. Yeah. Um, we'd love to see anything that you you're, you open your pools, your thoughts on send the us, format. Yeah, send us photos. You can tweet them at us. Um, I'm over on Blue Sky now, which is actually the only one that I checked. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm on Blue Sky, too, but I haven't fully migrated because I'm kind of like waiting to see like which one Maria, will be the one. You have to, you have to commit. I, to help make it the one. Uh, that's what I'm doing with Blue Sky. I, I am just I have decided. Yeah, that's the one you've put your flag in the in the sand. Yep. Ground. Sand. The moon. Why did I choose sand? I don't know. You think <laughs> there's a lot of ground. Well, okay, do you know what? You just you arrive mm. in a boat, you are gonna first yeah, put it in that's sand. That's true. That's true. And so. it's a blue sky. Maybe I thought of the beach anyway. Yep. Um yeah. We well, can put them in send our send me a photo over on Blue Sky. I'll do look it. at your uh, at your deck list. Absolutely. For the, for the pre-release. Or, you know, obviously, if you're a patron. Patron thank in, you so much. in the Discord. Once again, to Marco. Yes, thank you, Marco. I want to see a picture of your deck if you go to the pre-release, yeah. Marco. Um, you can take us in Discord, by the way, to get yeah. our attention if you uh, want to show us something in particular. Um, you can become a patron and do that and bug us virtually yeah. by going to patreon.com slash GLHFmagic. Talk to me about my obsession with the goose pet on Arena. Oh, absolutely. That's a great <sighs> goose pet. So um, we got the first photos from our flag means death season two posted. And maybe yeah. by the time you listen to this, the trailer for season two. So, you know, I'm going to be oh, in that channel Maria's in our Discord. There. Yeah. There's an, our flag means death channel. <laughs> Talking in our Discord, about that. So. Cause it needs to Sit be talked about. There. I feel yeah. like there's a large overlap here in these fandoms magic Probably. in our flag means death. Um, and so, yeah, we've got a great community over there. And if you want to join at patreon.com slash GLHF magic, thanks again to card kingdom for being awesome as always. Yeah. Pre-order your set now. Now it comes out next week. It's like uh, the fall is here. This is the big rotation wow. moment, but there's no rotation there's this no time. There's no rotation this time. Except alchemy, but we don't talk about alchemy. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> Join us next week for all of our first thoughts on Wilds of Old Drain. <laughs> <laughs>